Hi, I'm Tina Spangler with TLC Barrels, and welcome to my podcast. I had a question come in from one of Team TLC members about disrespectful horses. Um, They won't separate from their buddies at a barrel race, or when they do, they get an attitude, or when you're working in your arena and they get gate sour and start to misbehave by the gate. Um, and, and also in the alleyway, if they start, um, you know, not wanting to go in or backing up or not going forward, what to do. So, um, first of all, when you know that it's disrespect and it's not about, uh, pain or pressure or rider nerves, and you just truly know that you have an alpha type horse who's just challenging you for a position, um, there's a lot of things I need to talk about. First of all, if you have a horse that wants to rear up, rearing up is extremely dangerous. The only way you can keep a horse from rearing up is keeping forward motion. So ideally, when a horse is misbehaving, like not wanting to go forward into the alleyway, I would say do a one raid stop and then disengage the hindquarters several times around with give and take pressure of the same hand and leg. Leg in the back cinch and inside hand up towards your belly button or saddle horn um, with give and take hand and leg together, make them do several circles, making the wrong thing difficult, the right thing easy, and then ask them to go forward again. Rain forward, looking where you wanna go, energy going where you wanna go. Drive them with your feet, smooch at them. If you have to take an over and under and pop them once on the butt. But um, that would be more if you're having an alley issue where they just don't wanna go forward or maybe they stopped and backed up. So I would address it that way. But let's say I have a gate sour horse and I'm working at home and it wants to rear up or not go forward by the gate. First of all, I'm gonna be a proactive rider. If I was, let's say I was long trotting my arena and every time I got closer to the gate to exit the arena, back to the barn where my horse's buddies are, their pasture and relaxing time. If I sense that they're starting to soul up a little bit, slow up a little bit, or even just drift a little bit, I would be more proactive the next time I went by there and I would start cueing them sooner to move forward or move away. And if they didn't do it off light aids, I'd immediately add heavier aids, whether that be my spur with my rein forward or my whip to their, or my split reins to their hiney. I would definitely never stop at the gate, I would never rest at the gate, and I would never get off at the gate. You want to stop and get off your horse in the middle of your arena or on the opposite end of your gate. So that way they learn that the gate is not the place of goodness, the place of actually more pressure. So you could even make them work circles you know, in that area and then rest them on the opposite side of the arena and that's where you get off, loosen your cinch and pet them. So just do not allow them to start sullying up to the gate and watch, did you develop that habit because you always rest and stop at the gate? Um, So again, if you have a horse that rears, I promise you a bigger bit and a tie down will not stop that. I watched a horse and a shank lifter bit and a tie down come to one of my clinics and rear up straight with the owner. But now because the head's tied down, they lose their balance because your neck on a horse is how they balance and the horse falls down to the ground. I remember watching the NFR one year with Sherry Servi and Stingray and she slipped and because she wears that tight tie down, she couldn't balance and she ended up hitting her head on the barrel and they fell. So I am not a huge fan of tie downs. You know, if you have to use one, 
in competition. If you think it's going to get you those last valuable tents, okay, but I would just want my horses to work off my hands and my other body, legs, other aids, and not have to use martingales and tie downs to get my horse to pay attention to me. To me, they're just band-aids. Um, I just want my horse broke and through cues, not equipment. So anyways, um, going, going far left there, getting back on topic here. Um, the tie down is not going to save you when your horse wants to run by a barrel or wants to bulk in the alleyway or wants to rear up. Um, now if a horse has a super high head, you know, a, a leather flat tie down with a loose tie down or a bonnet I understand because if a horse's head gets so high they can't see the barrel anyways so I kind of get it if that's how their body is positioned that kind of thing but it's not going to save you in a bad behavior situation at all just so you know that um, matter of fact it can make things more dangerous so what you have to get control of is their mind horses don't get hard mouths they get hard minds so you have to connect their brain to their feet so if you do have a horse that's rearing you do want to get that feet moving forward so if you fill your horse soul up do whatever you can to get that horse moving forward um, sometimes a horse if you try to do a one rein stop and disengage that works good for a horse that might want to buck but it doesn't work so good for a horse that wants to rear because sometimes they'll brace and they'll go up hard on you and they're stronger than you so they have to want to give so again you want to make sure you have buttons on your horse that they do soften their face laterally left and right and vertically um, but again making the wrong thing difficult so let's say they have an alley issue I would make where I work them extremely hard behind the alleyway if they're not wanting to go in the alleyway if you know if it, the, the if it allowed for it if you're at a rodeo or a jackpot that's not going to happen but um, if you're at a practice night or something and they started to do that you could work circles behind the alleyway and rest in the alleyway the alleyway becomes a place where they get petted rested and get treats so a lot of times um, people make the mistake of sitting with their friends until it's time for their run and then their horse doesn't want to leave the herd because they're herd bound animals so that's another mistake you make I recommend at least 20 minutes before you're up get off by yourself don't sit with a group of horses especially if you have a herd bound horse or if your horse's best friends are tied to the trailer go off somewhere just you and your horse and connect and then um, walk circles near the arena until it's time for you to run by yourself where they're not thinking about a buddy or anything. So maybe two drags out and you're off to the right side of the arena just walking some nice relaxed uh, small circles until they pay attention. And then you can just go ahead towards the alleyway one-handed, uh, rain down, relax like you're going on a trail ride, and then go two hands, walk trot low, make your run. So um, I really hope this gives you some tips, but the last thing you ever want to do is start getting dependent on someone leading your horse in, backing your horse in, uh, a rider following you in with another horse, because all of those things are, again, just band-aids. So, or, or, you know, chasing them in with a lunge line with a flag on it. These horses need to want to work for you. So it's really important to me to have that relationship with my horse built on respect, trust, communication of cues because you have more of a connection and it's a relationship built on 
a bond and love because again horses respond to pecking order and you need to be the alpha in your herd of two and some horses like to challenge you for that they like to test you for that some horses are very dominant and want to be the head of the herd so you must always let them know and if it's really bad get off and work them on the ground so you don't get injured in the saddle and also it keeps keeps you safe and lets them work hard while you uh, are doing less so you can make them lunge left and right at the speed and the direction you say for the amount of time you ask have them stop and face you two eyes on you hip away have them back out of your space yield the front end away yield the back end away get the manners from the ground so a lot of times respect in the saddle can be um, fixed from respect on the ground as well but again if it's rider nerves or horses nerves that's a different scenario and requires some different things but if it's a respect thing you know keeping that forward motion walk trot go um, all those things will help one rein stops disengaging the hindquarters is good as well um, but again it depends on your situation rearing is very dangerous uh, bucking can be very dangerous um, you know a horse that just soles up doesn't want to go forward or backs up you know that horse you're going to need to do things a little bit differently like i said work some circles do some invisible pulls like leg laterals as you're approaching or keep forward motion and walk trot and if they stall stall if you're trotting towards the area then use your over and under and let them know that's not okay so there's a lot of things on respect that um just a little bit more firmness i'm not saying dominate dominate but i am saying be assertive don't be passive don't be reactive be proactive it's the same thing if you're working a circle and every single time one quarter turn of the circle they fade out or fade in after they do it one time you should be prepared for it to happen the second time and you should be already making changes in your cues before you get to that quarter turn to adjust they're fading in sit step in your outside stirrup use your inside leg and make a move a lateral lateral movement out they're fading out then you'd use a little bit more even two hands a little bit more outside leg and keep them and keep that shoulder from drifting out and keep them a little bit more on the vertical with slight lateral but not so much lateral and um you know using more outside leg instead of inside leg and sitting more in the center of your horse and cueing them sooner for that quarter turn so again it's all about being in advance um to your horse and not being reactive being proactive and again respect starts everywhere you know if you catch them in your stall and they don't listen there and they turn your butt to you um, that's not good if when you get off they rub their heads all over you and you let them um, if you let them crowd you when you're leading them or drag you around, all of those things are a matter of respect. So sometimes people say, well, it just happened, but probably it didn't. There was probably a whole bunch of little things you didn't pay attention to when your horse was talking to you and disrespecting you. And it only was noticeable to you when it became to the point where they were yelling at you. So again, pay attention when your horse whispers to you whether they're trying to tell you something doesn't feel right or they're trying to challenge you for position or they're trying to tell you they don't understand and because eventually after they get done trying to talk to you they'll start yelling at you and then people will notice for sure by then but by then you have a bad habit that we have to spend more time fixing so 
what makes a better horseman is someone who pays attention early on and nips things in the bud before they become a bad habit. And I know it's hard when you're learning, but that's all part of becoming a really good horseman is being aware of what your horse and you are doing together and the communication and how you handle the situations. So thank you for tuning in and uh, I hope you enjoyed my podcast and as always ride with heart. One other thing that you want to think about when you have a horse that's being disrespectful is making the wrong thing difficult and the right thing easy. So again, if a horse starts misbehaving, you want to go ahead and work them a little bit harder. So if they're not wanting to separate, say, from the horses at the trailer, just start walking circles near the trailer and then slowly start working your circles a little bit further and further away from the trailer until they're more focused on trotting your circles or paying attention to what you're asking, leg laterals, face flexing, walk, trot, and lope circles. And as you slowly get further and further away from the herd, the herd will forget about you and the horse will pay more attention to you. And it's just a matter of keeping them focused on a cue and paying attention to you. So that can help you when you are at home near the barn. Um, by all means, do not let a horse go back to the barn faster than they leave the barn. Um, and also pay attention to all that stuff. Will they open and close a gate calmly? Do they jig back to the trailer, jig back to the barn? Don't let those things happen. If you have to roll back and walk back, I've spent an hour sometimes after working a horse and go, heading back to the trailer or to the barn to untack, they start being hyper and disrespectful, barn sour, wanting to get back to the pasture and their herd buddies. And I will roll back and head back away and they'll walk like a turtle. Roll back and they'll prance like a a rabbit back to the barn. So I'll spend another half hour walking back and forth until they'll walk on a loose rein back to the barn. Sometimes it can be fixed with a simple pick up your hand and put it down on the wither, pick up your hand, put it down on the wither, just give and take. Anytime the feet speed up, pick up your hand and put it back down. But some horses are going to require more than that. They may require backing, they may require rollbacks, they may require one rein stops and disengaging the hindquarters or circles uh, or a, a a circle with a rollback until they'll walk off calmly. You just have to play with it. But by all means, you cannot ignore that stuff because it just gets worse. So teach those horses not to jig. Teach them to walk calm on a loose rein. And pay attention because if it starts to happen at a walk, it's going to get worse at a trot. <coughs> Excuse me, and a lope until you end up with a runaway on your hands. And then you'll be like, well, I don't understand what happened because you ignored all the whispering and the talking before it became a yell. So pay attention to your horse all the time. And again, there's things you have to rule out. Is it, um, is it a, you know, nerves, rider nerves, horses nerves, pain, soreness, is it, um, lack of understanding their job or is it a respect issue so there's a lot of things that you have to look at um, understanding their job or maybe overpressured can also combine in that so there's actually five or six reasons that can cause it so definitely analyze is this truly a disrespect issue thank you again and as always ride with heart